Peshem Hashem Naseh V'Nasteach. This week's Dav class, the new coming week, is dedicated for the yard site of Mrs. Frida Esses, Frida Batsara Alea Shalom, generously sponsored by the Esses family in memory of their dear mother. Okay, we are starting today on Dav Lamed Bet Amubet at the two dots towards the bottom, about eight lines down before the bottom of the page. Welcome, Isaac. Says the Gemara, Afilu Hamelech Shoel Bishlomolo Yishivenu. That was a quote from our Mishnah that even if the king is asking for him and says hello while you're praying, we don't even answer. We don't care if it's a king, we don't care who it is. I'm praying, we don't care what happens. Amida. Says the Gemara, Amar of Yosef, Rav Yosef comments on the words of the Mishnah. Says it of Yosef. Amar of Yosef, Lo shanu ela lemelche Yisrael, Ava lemelche akum, Hosek. When were the Mishnah's words said, Welcome Nisim? When were the Mishnah's words said, That was only when you're talking about a Jewish king. Because a Jewish king, he'll understand. But if you have a Goy king, you have to stop. Because the Goy king, if you ignore the Goy king, you're likely to lose your head. Says the Gemara, Metivi, you ask a question. If a guy is praying and you see a dangerous guy coming against you, or if you see a Karon coming opposite you, right? It says you don't stop. If the Anas, the dangerous guy, he says, you don't stop. It says that you hurry up and you finish. When you can shorten it, you should shorten it. And if you can't shorten it, then you stop. Okay. We have a bright that says the following story, which is a famous story. Ma'aseh, there was a story by Hasid Echad with one righteous man. Okay. He was praying on the roadside. And an officer came and said hi to him, which is already a thing. He did not respond to him. This officer was very respectful and he waited till he finished before he chopped his head off. After he finished the tefillah, Amalei told him, Reka, you empty one. The biggest insult in the olden days was to call somebody Rick. Nowadays, they say, Rick, and they say, thank you. <laughs> but in the olden days, they said there was, those were fighting words. Okay? He says, you empty one. Doesn't say in your Torah, just be careful. It says, and watch you guard your soul. You didn't guard your soul. I could have killed you. It says, it says that also, Why didn't you answer me back when I gave, I said hi to you? If I would chop your head off with my sword, who would come back and demand your blood from me? Would anyone be able to come say anything to me if I decided to chop your head off? No. And so how come you didn't follow your Torah? You think you're following your Torah by doing this praying business? He says, wait until I wait until I can appease you with words. So first of all, now the, he, he can't go and he's he's trying to give an example to show, to make him understand, but he can't do it without first asking permission. Do you he says, Do you mind if I give me give me give me a few minutes to explain? So yes, I, I I'm assuming the guy said yes. And he told him, Let me ask you a question. If you were standing in front of the king, and your friend would come and say, greet you. Would you say anything to your friend? I'm going to laugh. If you would respond to him, what would they do to you? They would cut my head off with a sword. It's a kalvachomer. What you? Had you been standing in front of Basar Vadam? Because that king that you're standing in front of is not so important. Today he's here, but tomorrow he'll be gone. He'll be a has-been. If you're like that, meaning that you wouldn't stop and say hello, 
אני, I, שהייתי עומד לפני מלך מלכי ואחרים הקדוש ברוך הוא, I was standing in front of the king of all kings, השם, שהוא חי וקיים לעד, he's here forever. ולעולמי עולמים, and forever and ever. על אחת כמה וכמה, how much more so that I shouldn't say hello to you. מיד מתפייס אותו הסעד. Right away, the guy understood. ונפטר אותו חסיד לביתו לשלום, and he went home in peace. Miracle story. But you see from the story the opposite. Now, many ask, how come this rabbi didn't follow the rules? We just said in the Brita that if you see a goy king, you should stop. And here he's seeing the sad. Either, either shorten it or stop completely if you can't. And here we see clearly that he couldn't because the guy got upset. He's not a king, he's a general. What's the difference between king or general? You think we, we don't, it's not the difference if he's well, king or... Well, if NYPD pulls you over and tells you... Okay, hello. well, NYPD can't chop... Anyone who can chop your head off, you stop. We don't care what, what his title is. Anyway, it, 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 I don't care if his title is king or robber. Whatever it is, if anyone... Or, or he could be a blood, a crip, he could be a gang mm-hmm. member. I don't care what he is. Anything, any guy with a gun or whatever, yeah, stop. So what, why did he stop? So some say that he knew the guy and he thought he'd be able to do it, or he trusted that Tefillah could do it, or he could, uh, the older fans answer to this question. The guy knows how to hold the right? Yeah, okay, I guess he knew the guy. Let's see. So, next part of the Mishnah. Even if you have a snake wrapped around your ankle, do not stop. Okay? That was, if you remember, that was the Mishnah. We said, we said don't stop for a king, and don't stop if you have a snake wrapped around your ankle. Okay, so let's see what this means over here. This snake ankle business. Says the Gemara. Amar of Shashat. Shashat says the following. Okay. Lo shanu el anahash. We only said this by a snake. Aval akrav, but if you have a scorpion, posek, you have to stop right away. Because scorpions are much more stingable than snakes. Snakes often do not sting, do not bite. If you don't start up with them. But scorpions, you're in trouble. If you see a scorpion, you must stop. So, so according to Rosh the Mishnah is only talking about when we said dangerous animals, we, said, we mentioned Nahash on purpose. Because if it was an Akra, we would have stopped. Metivi uh, will ask you a question. It says if a guy falls into a lion's den, which means, let's say, Guy's walking with his friend, and he sees his married friend, Lo'alenu, fall into a lion's den. And then afterwards, they come to the Betin, and his wife is crying, her husband died, blah, blah, blah. She wants to get remarried. And they ask him, did you see him die? Well, I said, well, I didn't see him die, but I saw him fall into a pit full of lions. And maybe you know, that's not enough. Maybe he lived. How do you know? Maybe they didn't eat him. It's not proof enough that you could testify that he's dead. He might be alive, and he just got through the lions. But, but if he falls into a chafira full of either nechashim or akravim, if he falls in a pit of snakes or scorpions, good, good, right? I'm sorry? Okay, so I told you or. The reason why I told you or is going to be clear from the later in the Gemara. I, I, the reason why I had my art school open was to see if they were going to say or also. That's why my art school is open. And yes, it does say or also. I, I have confirmation that I'm right from the art school. Although, last time I argued on it, I still think I was right last time. Okay? Um, if he falls into, again, if he falls into a pit full of snakes or scorpions, either a pit full of snakes or a pit full of scorpions, then then we can say that he died. So we're asking a question, how could our Gemara say that snakes don't, Rav Sheshit says, by snakes, you don't stop because snakes don't always bite. Here you see that snakes do always bite because if a guy falls in, if a guy was walking with his friend and he fell into a pit of snakes or scorpions, you're allowed to assume. That you're allowed to assume. Now, if it would have been snakes and scorpions, there would be no proof. Because the reason why you'd be able to testify that the guy died is because there were scorpions. So it must be that when it says sna- this, it means snakes and scorpions. Snakes or scorpions, okay? Says the Gemara. No, don't bring a proof from that. Shani Hatam, there it's different. The Agav Itzitza Mazki. There it's different because since he fell on them, they get upset at you. You know, when it comes to 
a regular case where you're just praying and you're not moving, you're an Amidah, you're not moving. So if you're not moving and the snake is wrapping around your leg, he's not going to bother you probably. That's why you don't stop. But if you fell into the snake pit and you, and you landed on two or three snakes, they don't get happy. And once uh, they think you're starting up with them. And when they think you're starting up with them, we can testify that you're, you're a lost cause. Okay? That's for Shalom. Oh, maybe guys like you, but people who know how to pray, yeah. Okay. If you see a... Um, if you see a bull, then posek. Bulls have bulls are animal are male uh, cows, and male cows have a lot of testosterone, and they're very very likely to attack. So you should stop. Okay, the tani of Oshia malchikim mishor tam hamishim ama. If you see a short, even a tam, even if it doesn't damage, you need four fifty or more to stay away from them. Umishor muad kimalehenav. If you see, you run away. If you see the if you see a head of a bull buried in its feeding basket, meaning this this yeah, you see a bull and its head is busy eating. So you figure I can walk past it because it's eating, it's not gonna bother me. Still, what does he say? Climb up to the roof. And kiss the ladder. Yeah, he's yeah. that he can't come after you. Right. Now, of course, it doesn't mean kiss the ladder because it's an exaggeration. Because. Basically, uh, run away. Yeah, it means run away. It's, a, it's, a, it's an expression that means get out of there. Bulls don't climb ladders too right. often, unless they're very low ladders, but it doesn't mean. It's an expression. Get out of there. Okay? Um, Shmuel says, This is only true if you have a black bull in Nisan. Why? Because in Nisan, when they're eating a lot, it's like the Satan is in between their horns, meaning they get very excited to bother people. Okay. Says the Gemara. In one places, there was an arod that would harm the people. Arod is like a cross between a snake and another animal. Okay, very, very dangerous item. And it was damaging people. So they told Rebbe Medosa what's going on, that uh, there's this arod bothering people. Show me his hole. Rebbe Medosa says, I want to see where his hole is. They showed he put his heel on top of the hole. Now, usually that's a very, very dangerous thing to do because he does not, he's not wearing shoes. He just puts his foot on top of the hole. He's asking for a bite. The animal actually came out and bit him. And the arod died. He took the dead arod on his shoulders. And he brought the arod to the bet midrash. He told them, See my children. And arod memit. Arods don't kill. Ela achet memit. Sins kill. He told him, listen, you think, you're thinking all along that people die from arods. If you have a sin and you get hit by arod, then you're going to die. But if you have no sins, the arod can't do nothing to you. That's Rechinin Bedosa. By the way, we already said about Rechinin Bedosa before that he hand, he, he hand, the whole world is... Nizan for Kosher Hino Medosa. He's the same rabbi with the story that's coming up later where he, uh, he comes to his house, there's no oil, and the, his daughter lights the vinegar. Hino Medosa is Nisim Galuim. Okay? So he comes to, he, he comes to show everyone, listen, you guys get it all wrong. What do you have? Uh, Aron? Relax. Just stay away from Avinot. You'll be okay. Yeah? At that time, Amru, they said, Oy lo adam arod. Woe is to a man who meets up with an arod. And hazit to the arod that meets up with Khanina Mendoza. Because uh, that's the end of the, the, yeah, very short life expectancy for arod meeting Khanina Mendoza. Okay, we're at the Mishnah now. Okay? Mishnah on Lamid Gimel Amud Aleph. Says the Mishnah. Maskirim Gurot Kushim Mitchatimitim. We mention Mashiv Haruch Morida Geshem. Thank you, uh, Sam. We mentioned Mashiv Rabbi Rabbi Geshem Hametim when you get to the Beracha Tchiat Hametim, the Beracha number two. V'she'ela, 
And we mention Mashiv Haruach Muri the Geshem. That's called She'ela. Biberkat Hashanim. When we get to Berkat Hashanim, Vahavdala, and we mention Atachon Antanu Bechonen Hadat. You you skipped the line. We, we did that already. Means Mashiv Haruach Muri the Geshem. Okay. Sheila is ten talmud talavercha is berkat hashanim, and havdala in cholen adat. That's according to Talakama. Talakama says havdala cholen adat. Rabbi Akiva Omer no, Omre berkat deviit b'fnei atzma. He says atachon antanu on Motzei Shabbat who make its own berakha alone. It's the fourth berakha is going to be atachon antanu separate berakha. Which we, by the way this was mentioned in an earlier daf. If anyone if anyone knows it you get a you get a I don't know something. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Behoda'ah. Rabbi Eliezer says, no, we mention Atachon Atanu in Modim. So three way machlok at where to put Atachon Atanu. Either where we have it, in Chonen uh, Hadat, or as a, uh, a fourth Belecha on its own, or in Modim. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Why are they only arguing about where the... You need that to know... Um, oh, I got, I got two, uh, two, set in, two uh, questions over here. Why yes. are they arguing only on the fourth Belecha? Not on the rest of the one where they placed. I don't know. Yes. You need that. That's why it's put with the dad because you need that to know. Oh, well, let's see what the Gemara says. Good. Says the Gemara. Maskirim Gurot Yeshamim. We mentioned Mashiva Rahmanu Geshem. Why do we put it over there? Why does why does Mashiva Rahmanu Geshem go into the second Benachah? Amar of Yosef. Mitoch Sheshikula Ketchiyat Metim. Since rain is as important as reviving the dead. The rabbis put in Tchiyatamitim because it's as important as Tchiyatamitim. Meaning, it's as big a miracle as Tchiyatamitim. We said in a different Gemara and Tanit that, it's, uh, that when it rains, it's as big a miracle as Tchiyatamitim. So if it's as big a miracle, so we put the, the Mashiv Aruch over there. Okay. Is it the same thing as more of a miracle for childbirth than Tchiyatamitim? Uh, they're going to say that also later. Okay, continue. My Tama, oh, hold on. Vishela, Vikatashanim, the Mishnah said that we mentioned Mashiva Rukhmur de Geshem. I'm sorry, we mentioned Ten Talmud Talavacha. In Birkatashanim, in Birkatashanim, in number nine, My Tama, what's the reason? Amar of Yosef, Mitoch Shihi Parnasa. Since rain is Parnasa for a person, Lafika Kavua Birkat Parnasa. So we put it in the Birkha of Parnasa, which is Birkha number nine. Havdala Behonen Adat. We put Abdallah in Hunan Adat. Why? My Tama, what's the reason? Amr, where first one line is my Tama. Amr Yosef, Mitochshi Chokhmah. Since it requires Chokhmah to tell the difference between Shabbat and weekday, so we put it in the Barakha of Chokhmah. Rabbanan, Amri, Rabbanan say a different reason why we put it in, into Atachonatanu. Mitochshi Chol. Mm-hmm. Since it's a weekday thing, we put it in the first weekday beracha, which means that the first three berachot in the Amidah are said on Shabbat or weekday. The fourth beracha, which is Atachonantanu, which is Atachonen, is, is a weekday one. So on the first, since we're praising Hashem in Atachonantanu, that now we have a weekday, so we praise Him in the first weekday beracha. Okay, that's the Rabbanan's second reason why it's there. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Shalom Yehovah Zvano. Let's get a spot. Okay. Um, we did that. Amar of Ami Gidola Dea. Wisdom is, uh, or knowledge is, is big. Shenata betchilat berachashachol. Wisdom is big because you see that the first Chol Beracha, the rabbis pointed on wisdom. You see how important wisdom is that the rabbis made it the first thing we ask for. V'amar Ami, Rav Ami says also, Gidula De'a, De'a is great, Shinana Ben Shnei Otiyot. It's given between the two names of God. Anytime you see something sandwiched in between two names of God, that means that it's very, very big. Shneemar, where do you see it sandwiched in between the two names of God? Shneemar, Kiel Deot Adonai. Because a God of Deot is God. So since you see Deot, knowledge, sandwiched in between, that signifies its significance. No pun intended. Vechol Mishe En Bodea. 
and anyone who has no de'ah, he can't have mercy on a guy who's an idiot. Since they don't have brains, therefore Hashem won't have mercy on them. Okay? Amar bi Elazar. I've heard that said a bunch of times. Amar bi Elazar. Gadol Mikdash Shenatan ben ben Otiot. Not only is Dea great because it's in between two things, so is the bit of Mikdash. It's also given between two signs of God. Shnei Amar. Pulat Hashem Mikdash Hashem. Okay? Oh, lost his dot? Okay. You want to know if you can have mercy on the guy who lost his dot? I don't know. I don't know. But Hashem gave him the brains. I guess it means a person who has, who has brains and doesn't use it. If you have da, it's like you rebuilt the Bet Mikdash. Why? Why? Because da not not ben otiot. Da is in between both otiot and Mikdash not ben otiot. And since they're both mentioned ben otiot, we're connecting them. That if you have da, it's like you rebuilt the Bet Mikdash. If so, if so, I can tell you that revenge is also great. You know why? Right? It says, According to your logic, anything between two names of Hashem is important. So is revenge. And revenge can't be important. Revenge is bad. Right? Says the Gemara, Amalein. That's right. That's right. It, in, in its right time, in certain times, revenge is great, and we'll tell you when. Ula. Ula says, Lama. Why does it mention two otiot, two nikamot? Because it says, and nikamot Hashem, and nikamot Hofia. Right. That's a pasuk. Where is the pasuk in El Nekomot Hashem? I think it's in Tehillim. Let's see if I'm right. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Tehillim. Tehillim. There we go. The rabbi's right. Yeah. Tzadik Dalit. Maybe. Tzadik Dalit. Right? Why is it mentioned twice? Nekomot Hashem, Nekomot Hofiyah. What's the point? Achat letova, achat leraah. Letova, dekhtiv, hofiyah, mehal paran leraah, dekhtiv, El Nekomot Hashem, El Nekomot Hofiyah. One's good and one's bad. And therefore, in the right time, then uh, it's good. Meaning, the reason why Nikamah is good, I want to just give a little explanation. The reason why Nikamah is good is because um, when people see that Hashem takes Nikamah on someone who doesn't Avera, it's a beautiful sign. When you see a guy who kills Jews and then he ends up being dead or being destroyed, it's a positive sign. Every time you see a Saddam Hussein getting killed or Osama bin Laden getting killed, that's Nekamot Hashem and, it, and it's, a, it's a Kiddush Hashem because you see that evildoers get destroyed. In, in the best time, that's you do things. When you see that evildoers don't get killed, it's, some people say, Why should the Gwim say, Where's their God? In a way, that's why Nekamah at the right time could be a positive thing. Okay. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Omer Berakha Berviit. According to Rabbi Akiva, it's its own Berakha. Right? We said, we're talking about Atahon Antanu now. And we said, according to Rabbi Akiva, Atahon Antanu should really be its own Berakha. Amale Rashaman Barabal Rabbi Yochanan. Mechti, let's see. Anche Knesset Yudola, Tiknul Amli Yisrael Berakot. Vitvilot, Kedushot, Vahabdalot. The Anshikh told the Jews to have berachot and tefilot and kiddushes and havdalah. Let's see how, that, how they uh, in the beginning the rabbi said that they should make all these things during tefilah because the Jews were poor and they couldn't afford wine. So he said, okay, we'll make kiddush during tefilah. Jews got richer. Kavu alakos. And they said, okay, now we want you to do it with a cup of wine. Ha'inu, when they got poor again, unfortunately, they went back and put it back in tefillah. They said, 
Tzadich Shiyavdil al Kos. And they said that if you do it in Tevila, you still should do it again on the Kos. Itmar Nami. Amar B'chiyah Barabah, Amar B'yokhanan. And Shekhar Tevila, Hitiknu Lahem, Hitiknu Lahem, Hitiknu Lahem, Hitiknu Lahem, Hitiknu Lahem, Hitiknu and we ask it from our our Gemara. Why? Because it says in our Gemara. Let me see what he's saying over here. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, we can ask a question from our Gemara. Why? Because it says, Ta'av if a guy made a mistake and he didn't mention it says you don't go back when you miss a tahonantanu because you could say it on a kos. Now by saying that you're able to say on a kos, it sounds like you don't have to do both. Our thing that we said till now was that you should do it in tefillah and you should say it on a kos. And our, the, the, the Gemara that we're quoting says, if you forgot it, you don't mention it because you could say it on a kos. Sounds like you don't have to do both. And we said you have to do both. Make up your mind. So Gemara says, no, change it. Don't say because you could say it on a kos. Don't go back because you have to say it on a kos. Change it. Okay. It my nami. We have another statement. Amar Rabbi Menuhin Yafet. Shaal Rabbi Yosi et Rabbi Yochanan b'Tzidon. Rabbi Yosi et Rabbi Yochanan b'Tzidon. Va'amila. And some say Rabbi Shimon ben Yaakov d'Minzor et Rabbi Yochanan. Some say this other rabbi et Rabbi Yochanan. Va'anash Shamit. I heard Hamavdil b'Tzilat Sich Shivdil al Kos. Olo. Is it true that a guy who made Avdil on Tzilat has to make Avdil also on the Kos or not? Va'amal. Let Sich Shivdil al Kos. He said you have to. Let's say a guy prayed early. I'm sorry. Let's say a guy made Havdalah early, before he prayed Arbit. We never saw that, but if a guy does that, let's say a guy, I don't even want to make Havdalah. After, it's, after Shabbat's over, for a while, makes Havdalah, and the lady will pray Arbit. Now he's going to pray Arbit. He already said Havdalah. Should he say, Or did he say, no, you already said Havdalah, of course. Chalas. Says the Gemara. Last one is Amad, about eight lines from the bottom. Just like Tefillah. The main thing the rabbis wanted, the original one, was in Tefillah. Amri, and we said, We said, if you make him, if you Mavdil in Tefillah, you need to say Alakos. Hamavdil Alakos. If you made Abdullah of course, the Lav which is not the main thing, they only did it afterwards. Lord Koshkin, surely you should have to have to say it again on in Tefillah. Tani Acha, Rev Acha, Aricha, Kamed, Rev Hanina. This is all, they're all going to talk about these things. Hamavdil Batvila, Mishubach, Yotem, Misha Abdil Akos. It's better to do in Tefillah than on a course. Vim Ibdil Bezu Bezu, Yanichu, Berachot, Al Rosho. And if you do both, Hashem will put, do berachot on your head. So if a guy remembers the tachonatanu and also does a course, you get plenty of berachot on your head. Hagufa kasha. Wait, you just contradict yourself. How? You told me that a guy who makes it berachot, mavdil and tefillah, you're better than a guy who does on a course. Alma, tefillah lechuda asagi. It sounds like tefillah is alone. Alone is enough. And then we say, And then we said, if you do both, you get berachot on your head. And if you were say with just one, then you're making the berachot of course is for nothing. Rav says, 
Anyone who says bracha for nothing is over and don't mention Hashem's, Hashem's name for nothing. So how could it be what you're telling me that, you, that it's an extra thing and then if you, day you get berachot, you shouldn't get, you shouldn't get berachot in your head, you should get a slap on your head. Why? Why are you saying berachot for, for nothing? Okay. Rather change it like this. If you made a berachot on this, and you didn't make a berachot on that, then you get berachot. Okay. What does that mean? What are they referring to? If you made on this, but not meaning, that. meaning, if you only made one and not the other, okay. you'll still get parachot. You don't like that one so much, huh? Okay. If you only made on this, but not on that, what is it they're referring to? It's the same thing you're saying. In the tefillah, you say, and then I have the lie. You're making the same Hamadil. Yanni, we're not saying you're so great. We're saying that you're okay. But if you say both, the Gemara said you're great. What, when say, we didn't mean both. We, we, change it. Don't say it says both. Say, change it to mean you said one and not the other. That's how that's the Gemara is getting out of it now. Because the power of this question, we're scooching it out. Ralph doesn't like that. What? It sounds, more powerful than it sounds more powerful because that's the way they started with it, right? Yes. Okay, we're not done yet. Bro, you can't eat before you hear the cause. You can't do certain melachot before you hear the cause. No? Uh, eat only. Eat only. Amale, here's a new thing. Um, bottom line. What happened if a guy forgot it in the tefillah and he forgot it on the course? Then what happens? Amalei answered, You have to start Amidah again. Meaning, if you forgot Atah and Abdullah, repeat the Amidah. Do the whole thing again. This, by the way, is the halacha. Why don't you just say Abdullah when you remember that you forgot? Where, okay, this is assuming that you ate. Uh. If you ate without Havdalah, this is Allah Khan Shukhanuch, person who eats without Havdalah, and he remembers he did not say Atahonatanu, he needs to pray Arbi again as a Knas. Okay? And he yeah. still has to make Havdalah. And he still has to make Havdalah. Okay. I'm a Le Ravina, Okay? It's a Knas, it doesn't, it doesn't fix it, just a Knas. What? If no, he needs Abdullah for eating. But it works for, for breaking Shabbat. Even for Sunday morning. So, we're not we're doing halakha questions here. Okay. Amalei Ravina Lerava. Hilchatamai. What's the halakha? Amalei, he told him. Ki kiddush. It's like kiddush. Ma kiddush. Just like kiddush. Afagav dik mekadesh b'tseluta. Even though you made kiddush in your prayer, mekadesh akasa, you still make kiddush on a cup. Which is what we do. This is against everything we said till now. But Talakha is telling you now that even though you prayed and you said Abdullah in prayer, you still do it again on a course, which is not what we said till now. That would really go back and answer all those questions that Ralph was bothered by before. It's all good now. You get Bedachot if you do both. But you're okay. not saying Bedachot itself, you're just adding in Atahonatan. What are you saying? When you're saying you are saying about Say, you, you, oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Yes, yeah. right. Okay. We're at the two dots on the top of Lamed Gimel. 33, not bad. Rebiyah Ezra Omer B'Hoda'ah. Ezra, I'm doing my best. Okay. Rebiyah Ezra Hava Rechiv Chamra. Okay. Rebiyah Ezra Hava Kashakil V'Azil. Zera was riding on a donkey, and Rabbi Avin was walking next to him. Is it true what we said in the name of Shabbat? The subject here is Rabbi Eliezer, because Rabbi Eliezer had said in the Mishnah that Atachon Antanu should not be said in Atachonin, should not be said as Om He said that it should be said in Modim. Okay, so this rabbi is walking with Rav Zera, and he and he's telling him, "Is it true that the halacha follows Rabbi Eliezer on Yom Tov that falls after Shabbat? Which means when you have a Saturday night holiday, right? So there on a Saturday night holiday, you really not on a holiday you really don't say atachonen, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not saying atachonen, then you should have to say in the modim because modim you say every day, but atachonen you don't say every day." You with me, Mark? No. Okay. Understand. Very simple. Yeah. Okay. 
we had a three-way machlok in the Mishnah where, where you put where you put atachon atanu. The third rabbi is saying you put it in modim. Okay. Now this rabbi is following the other rabbi on a donkey and saying, isn't it true that we follow the modim rabbi that it goes in modim when Yom Tov comes after Shabbat? Because if it's a Saturday night Yom Tov, so you're not going to say atachonen. Because Yom Tov, you don't say Tahonin. Right. So on that day, isn't it true that Tahalakha follows the Bielis of Yaakov that you should say Tahonin uh, in Modim? Okay. Yani, that's his, ju- that's his justification to put it there because correct, 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 correct. it would be good at any time. Yes, yes. Hold on. Right? So he says, Amalein. Yes. He said, yes, you're right, halacha, that's what you do, you do it in modim. So the Gemara asks, halacha mechlal de pligi? When you say the halacha is like Rebbe Lezbeh Yaakov, that we, fa- that we do it in modim, you're implying that someone might disagree. Who, who disagrees? Mm-hmm. Gemara says, velo pligi, don't they disagree? Vaha pligi rabbanan. Says Gemara, when do the rabbis argue? That's the other, other days of the year. But no one argues when Yom Tov after Shabbat because there's no Atachanotano, so everyone should agree. Ask the Gemara, doesn't it be a Kiva disagree? It'll be a Kiva disagrees because it'll be a Kiva says you make a Berachah before Right? You do. You still need it. Because when Kodesh to Kodesh. Ask the Gemara. Atu Kodesh and Akula, Mi Avdin Kribi Kiva, Dashen Niku, Vinavid Kavate. We don't need to mention Rabbi Kiva because the whole year around we don't follow Rabbi Kiva. So you don't have to tell me that there's an argument in this because Rabbi Kiva, we ignore him anyway the whole year around. So why would we mention him now? Right? Kodesh and Akula, Maita Malodin Kribi Kiva, the Timni Sari Tikun, Tishisar Lotikun, Hachanami, Shav Tikun, Tamni Lotikun. The Gemara is explaining themselves. The whole year round, why don't we go like Rabbi Akiva? Because we can't put 19 Berachot, we have to put 18 Berachot. And therefore we can't put Rabbi Akiva, Berachot Here too, on Yom Tov, the rabbis made 7, not 8. And therefore, if you would make an extra Tachon and you'd be upping the Berachot to a number that wasn't part of the number scale. And therefore, it's obvious we're not going with Rabbi Akiva, because anyway, his number is off. Right? Remember, if you remember the previous Gemara, we had said that each number of Berachot mark was done. 19 is exactly 19. If you're going to do this, you're having 20. 20 is off. It's not a number. Amale, he says to him, Lav halacha itmar. Ela matin itmar. When we said halakha is like him, don't learn it halakha. Rather, matin. We lean towards him. There's two different ways the rabbis could say halakha. They could either say halakha follows this rabbi, or they could say we lean like this rabbi. We're leaning towards that rabbi. So leaning towards the rabbi means we don't announce it, but if you ask me what to do, I'll tell you to follow the rabbi. As opposed to announcing halakha is like this rabbi. So he says, when we say halakha, we mean we lean towards it. The itmar, amar halacha. He says it's halacha. Another say no matin. Good. Rabbi Yochanan Omar Modim. Amar Nirin. It seems appears like that. Amar was there in the kutu Follow Why? The diik v'gama shmaita bepumei debare shapir. Because he paid very, very close attention to his rabbi. If you want to know who to follow, you follow him. Because Rabbi Rabbi was known for paying the most attention to his rabbi. So if he tells you a particular way to learn it, follow him. Okay? Like Rechava from Pumbadita. What's Rechava from Pumbadita saying? Okay? Da'amar Rechava Amar Bihuda. Har habayit, Steve kaful haiva, vayet Steve lefnimi Steve. This rabbi said that har habayit was a double row of benches, and there was one row of benches within the other row of benches. So you see that he knew exactly what was going on. Okay? That's another example of a rabbi who always knows 
exactly what his rabbi said. So follow Rabbi Bar Abba's version that, that we follow Rabbi Eliezer. Okay. Amar of Yosef, Ana lo haviyadana v'lo haviyadana. I don't know which one's right. When, when, I, I mean, I don't follow either one. When it comes to after Shabbat, I don't follow either one of these rabbis. Ela midiravu Shmuel yadana detikino magrita kivabel. I follow, I don't follow these other rabbis. The other rabbis you're talking are all Israeli rabbis. Meaning rabbis from the Talmud Yerushalmi. I don't follow those Israeli rabbis. I'm following the rabbis in Bavel, like Rav and Shmuel, who are both Bavel rabbis. And they, when Yom Tov comes out after Shabbat, they don't put it in Modim. Rather, they say a special, beautiful, beautiful prayer instead. What do they say? They made a diamond in Bavel. They say, Hashem informed us of, the, of His laws. And you taught us to do His chukim. And you gave us uh, days of happiness and, and holidays of, of offerings. And you gave us as an inheritance the, the holiness of Sabbath. The kavod moed and the respect of the holidays, the chagigat haregel and the korbanot of the holiday, between kedushat shabbat and kedushat yom tov hivdalta. In between the kedushat of shabbat and kedushat yom tov, you separated. The yom hashvi, meshachim ha'maseh kiddushta, and the seventh day from the six days you sanctified, hivdalta vekiddushtet amechalit seib kedushatecha, and you separated and made holy your nation, the Jews, with your holiness. Vatiti lanu, and you gave us at yom kippurim azeh or at yom ha. And that's the bracha that we actually say. We here in America, we say Rav and Shmuel's thing. That's our thing, just like that. We follow the beautiful diamond bavel, and we don't get involved in this other stuff of whether it goes in modim or other things. We follow this rabbi. Okay? We're at the Mishnah now. Says the Mishnah, Haomer, the guy who says, Al Kansibor Yagiurachamecha, a guy who says, on the nest of a bird, Hashem's mercy should reach. Or a guy who says another thing. A guy who says, Al tov, on good things, we're going to mention Hashem's name. Or a guy who says, Modim, Modim, many times, multiple times, Mashtikinoto, we tell him to be quiet. All those three things are bad things. Why? Says the Gemara. Bishlama modim modim. I understand when you say modim modim. If a guy keeps repeating himself, modim Hashem, modim. You keep saying modim, problems. Why? It looks like you have two gods. Say modim more than once. It looks like chas v'shalom. You got two gods. Also, the last thing. When it says on good, we mention your name. Now, me that also is weird. First, widest line. It sounds like when Hashem does something bad, we're not happy. We take everything, good and bad. And that's why we don't like the third thing. But what's up? I'm sorry, I'm not finished. We learned. A person has to make a blessing on bad tidings, just like good tidings. On the nest of a bird, Hashem's mercy reaches. What's wrong with that? That sounds good. What's wrong with that? What? Like you're saying, goes on. We mean that Hashem is even merciful to nests of birds. Don't think He's merciful only in humans. Even birds! He does Shiloh HaKen because He's merciful to birds. So the Mishnah said you can't do it. But why you can't do it? There's a Machok Amoraim in the West, meaning in Israel. These two rabbis. Chad Amar, one of them says, because you're making jealousy in Hashem's creations. Because people, you're making Hashem is only merciful on the birds and not on the orangutans. The other one says, no. Because you're making Hashem working as if Hashem is doing it out of mercy. And when Hashem says, send away the birds, it has nothing to do with the mercy. It has to do with. A gezerah, a decree from Hashem. It's not because Hashem is mercyful on the birds that he says send away the mother bird. It's Hashem's decree. And that's the problem with it. So, why Hashem does Shiloh HaKem? Why it's I to say this thing? Okay? There was a guy in front of Rabbah. 
Ve'amar, and he says the following words. Atachasta al He was praying in front of Rabbah. This guy was the Shidduch Sibur, and he's making up his own thing. And he tells Hashem, Hashem, atachasta al kan Sibur. Hashem, you even have mercy on the nest of a bird. Please have mercy on us too, he says. He, he makes a, a, a comment. He says, you have mercy on the birds. Ya Allah, have mercy on us also. Oh, good, good. Uh, right? Amar Kama Yada Look how well this young Tamir Haham knows how to make his master happy, make Hashem happy. He said such a beautiful prayer. So Abaye told his Rabbi Rabbah, but the Mishnah says, and the guy says that you tell you shut him up. So how could Rabbah say such a thing that he's such a good thing? Rava really knew that it was, it was a bad thing. He just wanted to sharpen Abayah. So he's testing him. He's, he's saying, hey, isn't that such a nice prayer? Because he's hoping that Abayah says, what are you talking about? It's a Mishnah. And that's what happens. Okay? Another story. <coughs> there was a guy in front of Rav Hanina. Ahmad, he started praying. He says, Ha'el, Ha'gadol, Ha'gibor, Ve'anora, Ve'ha'adir, Ve'ha'azuz, Ve'ayir'u, He'chazak, He'amatz, Ha'amitz, Ve'ha'vadai, Ha'nechbad. So, what happened? So, Rav Hanina, Himtin lo, Ajisayim. He waited till he finished. Kisayim, when the guy finished saying, Ha'adir, Ha'amad, all these things, Oh, you finished all the praise of your master? Are you done? What did you stop for? Keep going. Is that all Hashem is? Hashem is more than that, so keep going. Right? Anan, we, these three that we say, if Moshe didn't say in the Torah, and put in the we wouldn't be able to say three. We'd have to continue going forever. The only reason why we're allowed to say three is because Moshe Rabbeinu said in the Torah, and Hashem Rabbeinu put it in the Tefillah. So they say we're allowed to say it. But you, you're saying your own thing? You can't stop. Mm. Keep going. Even in the end of Amidah, like when you're asking for your own thing? I guess the guy said it in the regular Amidah. And he's stopping. It's like a king of flesh and blood. He has many millions of, of dinar. People and they praise him. Oh, he's got, he's got, look, he's got some silver. Silver, he's got millions of gold. You can say he has silver. If you say, you start saying three or four, it's like you're praising Hashem with that he has silver when he's got gold. That's embarrassing to him. Amen. Okay, let's do a review. Hold on. Now, I'm thinking. Review courtesy of Isaac Lati. Okay. Oh, that was last yesterday. We did that. The nine hours prayer, we did that. Stop it to be loud. Okay. Oh, so he said, when the Mishnah says you stop for a king, you should know that the king is only a Jewish king, but if it's a Goy king, make sure he doesn't chop, his head, chop your head off. And you, don't, you could stop right away. That's what took me loud. We had the story of the guy praying on the road with a soldier. And the soldier, that whole story where he convinced the soldier. Then we had, should you stop with a snake around your ankle? Rav Sheshit says, only snakes, scorpions, you have to stop. Then we asked the question, when you fall into the lion's den, we said that you fall into the lion's den, we don't know he's dead. But if it's a snake and scorpion, it's automatically dead. That's a contradiction of Rav Sheshit, because Rav Sheshit said that snakes don't bite. And here you see snakes do bite. So no, when you fall on them, they don't, they're not, they don't appreciate it so much. Okay, Rav says, you have to separate yourself from a bull for 20 amot. Okay. Ramirez says that if you have a bull, climb the ladder and kiss it. Okay. Shmuel says the black bull in these sands are not so much fun because they have a yeserah like a satan. Now, then we have the famous story of the arod where the rabbi put his, uh, put his foot on the hole and says, guess what? It ain't arods that kill, it's snakes that kill. And woe is to the snake that meets him. Then we said, sins, sins that kill. Sins kill, yeah. Sins kill, don't. Not, not, sins kill, not snakes. Okay. The Mishnah. Tanakama says that Tchiyate Metim in Mashiv Baruch Mordechai Geshem and Chonin Adat in Havdalah. And there's about three way machloket where we put Havdalah. 
Now, why do we put Mashiv Aruch Murad Geshem in Tchatamatim? Because it's the greatest Tchatamatim. And Havdalah and Chonel Adat, we have two opinions why we put it in Chonel Adat. Either Either, oh, hold on, you're over here now, right? Uh, why do you put it there? Either because, um, because it's Chokhmah or because it's the first one from the, from the weekday. Then we said that good, um, wisdom is great because in between Hashem's two names, we said that um, if so, also the Bet HaMikdash is in between two Hashem's names and it's, it's as, having wisdom is great as having the Bet HaMikdash. We mentioned that if so, Nekama should be great, but it is great, right, in its right time. And then we said, do we do it? We had a big back and forth about Havdalah, is it Tevilah or the course? And we said, should you have to say it in the course? We ended up saying that you do say it in the course. Okay? Now, we want to know, is the Halachalak Rebiyah Ezer in the case of Yom Tom after Shabbat? So we said, Yes, it was. Then we said it depends different if it's the rest of the year, but not Yom Tov. Now, what about Rabbi Akiva? No, he said, we, never, we never follow Rabbi Akiva, so there is no machloket. Now, in the end, we say the halacha is not like him. We say, we ended up saying that the rabbis have a beautiful prayer for Tefillah from Rav and Shmuel and Bavel, and that's the one we follow. Then we had a Mishnah, which said three things that you have to keep a guy quiet. One is, uh, the bird nest, and modim modim, and altov is keshemecha. What's wrong with modim modim is that you look like two gods. Altov sounds like not on ra. And what's wrong with the nest is that either one of two opinions. Either what's wrong with the nest is that you're causing jealousy for other animals, or what's wrong with the nest is that it's not, Hashem is not merciful on them, Hashem is a chok. And there was a famous story where the guy started praying and he said, and Rabat said, oh, look how nicely he rang. And he was really just getting Abayas, making sure Abaya comments and remembers that no, I, it's a Mishnah, you're not supposed to talk like that. And then finally, uh, the guy who was saying, and so on and so forth, and the rabbi stopped him and said, you're not allowed to say that. You have to say exactly what the rabbi say, otherwise you have no right to do. Amen, amen.